It started with a meeting. Everyone was there. Scarecrow said he had a plan. That together we could take you out. And Gotham would be ours. Over my dead body. I believe that was the idea. Remnants of Gotham. I have messages for you all. To the vandals who stayed behind to pick the still warm flesh from Gotham's bones. Have your fun. You are under my protection. To the cowards quaking behind the police department's walls. You will not be spared. And to Batman. I have already won. Emptied your city with a vial of toxin and a few threatening words. That's how little the safety you provided was worth. And when the dawn comes, I turn my gaze to the world beyond. The legend of the Batman will be worth nothing at all. Hey everybody, this is uh, Timmy Time on the Batman Revolution podcast. This is like a special episode and this podcast is brought to you by the Batman Universe Podcast Network. Man, you even had the next part and you did it smoothly. Okay, good. <laughs> you know, I don't want to get fired from uh, this free job. Yeah. <laughs> what would you do without your pay rate of nothing? Yeah, I know. I mean, well, I, mean I guess I couldn't really talk about Arkham Knight, could I? Eh, I guess not. At least we'll just have to talk about it through text. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Because I would be fired, and then you would, like, you'd probably hop on a new podcast, like, like, and I can't talk to you through be, Skype anymore because it'd be a conflict of interest or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or you, you might reveal some secret uh, plans that Dustin has accidentally or something, and I'll spread it to the entire world. Yes, and then worldwide panic will ensue. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, we're, we are talking about Arkham Knight. This is just kind of our first impressions. Tim and I haven't beat, beaten it yet. I'm a little ahead of Tim. Uh, as we record this, Tim, you're, uh, oh, before I say that, I, th- I think we should say this is going to be a spoilery, spoilery podcast. So if you haven't uh, played Arkham Knight yet, you might want to hold off on this one until you get about, I'd say like a quarter through it. Yeah, that's a good, that's yeah. about right. Yeah. So I would say too, cause a big like turning point of the game is when you beat the ACE chemicals level. So yeah. We're a little bit – well, you're ahead of me, but I'm a little bit past that section. So if you haven't passed the Ace Chemical levels yet you're still in that section, I would hold off yeah. to some points because there's some big stuff that happens after that level. <laughs> or if you haven't seen Penguin yet because you know Penguin yeah. has to make some kind of con- contribution to any Batman story, right? Except Arkham Asylum because it was funny. Oh, yeah, you're I was right. I talking to my yeah. brother about that. He goes, man, Penguin's been on all three of them, huh? Like. You think so, but not Arkham Asylum, which is rare. It's like the only Batman thing with no penguin. <laughs> so yeah, um, if you haven't beaten it up to then, you might want to hold off on this one. 
Um, because Tim, you're at the, or you just finished uh, the penguin part, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm after that big moment after the airships. Uh, that's uh, pretty shocking. And <laughs> Tim, you're gonna listen back to this and you're gonna be like, Dane was right. That's pretty <laughs> shocking. <laughs> Man. I'm sure you're gonna be getting a text from me after that section, like Yeah, yeah. Just with like a big wow all in yeah. caps. <laughs> well that's what I sent you. <laughs> I yeah. like, well, wow. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this is gonna be our initial impressions. Um and we're just gonna be talking about the story, the game, the game itself. Uh what else, Tim? Yeah, just pretty much everything about it up until that point you just mentioned. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, so Tim, why don't you give us our fir- your first impression of the game? And I'm sure I know what it is. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but let's, I'm going to go back to the very first thing you see when you start up, which is not a spoiler if you see, saw the E3 trailer, which is just the Joker sitting there. And if you remember the trailer, you see that the fire comes up and he starts to get burned and cremated. And I was waiting for that. I was like, come on, I know what's supposed to happen. What's taking so long? Oh, oh wait, I guess I got to do it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, yeah, me too. I was it, it, the exact same thing. I was like, okay, I see his face. Where's that flame? Yeah. <laughs> so, so. so I was like, oh, man, I got to be the one who burns the Joker? <laughs> yeah. So yeah like, and I realized that the, the in-game uh, version of that is a little gorier than the trailer. Really? Because you can actually see... I mean, I don't know if it's just the PlayStation 4, because you're playing it on Xbox One, right? Yeah. I'm playing it on PlayStation 4, and you can see, like, his skin, you know, kind of shrivel up and burn away and stuff. Yeah, his hair and gory, stuff. Yeah. Or intense, but I thought... See, I didn't notice a big difference in the trailer. Maybe because I just saw the trailer once on my phone. Oh. And <laughs> that's it. So it did look really good, though, man. Yeah. It's a, it's a really good opening sequence, too. I mean... To compare it, I think Arkham City is probably my favorite where you're Bruce Wayne first, but then you're still kicking butt against all those oh, yeah. penguins, man. That was awesome. So that's still my favorite, but this one it was just unique and different that I think sets it apart from the others, which is great. And man, let's just get right to the graphics, too. They are absolutely beautiful. <laughs> that's the only yeah, they way to are. say it. I mean, <laughs> I just recently got an Xbox One this past fall, and I haven't played too many like current-gen games. I think the only ones were really... Uh, the new Call of Duty and uh, Tomb Raider when they put that on Xbox One. So those are my only two like next-gen experiences where I'm seeing the new graphics and all the improvements that the new system has. And they were they look good, but it wasn't you didn't get that wow factor. Okay, like this cannot be done on an older system. Or the, I mean, I'm sure there's is stuff in those games where it couldn't be done, but it didn't have that like big leap. But Arkham Knight, geez, that has the wow factor. Just the graphics right. of the city i mean just when you're that police officer walking into that diner just the environment just looks so good it's almost like a cg cutscene, but it's not that's actual the in-game engine so yeah just right away the graphics are amazing and then when you get to batman and you're soaring over and colliding the city with the rain falling it just looks absolutely beautiful I mean, this is next-gen graphics for first time that i'm experiencing I can't wait for future games down the line if they're going to look as good. So, yeah, it knocked it out of the park visually. Yeah, it's the same thing with me. I mean, I I mean, I told this story in the podcast before, but my PS4 has been sitting and collecting dust and cat hair since I got it. And, um, yeah, this is the first, I think this is the first next-gen game I've played 
Um, because yeah, like everything was, everything else I had was a re-release. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, like, people gave J.J. Uh, Abrams a lot of crap for um, his lens flare. Mm-hmm. But the lens flare in this game is, <laughs> it, it's just like the icing on the cake, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. I don't know, it's, it's just so beautiful. I don't know, I, I don't know how to explain it because it's like the darkest, grimmest Batman game we've ever played. Yep. Yeah, I just love too how the, and we talked about this before in like trailers and stuff where you're seeing the cutscenes and just the transition it goes from cutscene to actual oh. gameplay footage and just too when you're in the middle of combat and you're fighting enemies and usually you know how when you take out the last enemy it goes into slow motion. Yeah, that sequence it just looks so much better. Like I said, it looks almost like a CG cutscene, but no, it's the in-game engine. It just looks so awesome. Yeah, but yeah, so. I guess it's pretty much unanimous that we both love it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's it for this episode. <laughs> yeah. All right. Bye. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, let's talk about the story, Tim. Yeah. Whew, okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, judging where I'm at, it's so far, it's awesome. I mean, but and I keep hearing too that it gets crazier and better <laughs> as you progress. But um, I, I just like how it starts too, where you get Scarecrow, I mean, you have the whole thing with the diner with the police officer, and then Scarecrow makes an announcement about releasing his new toxin over the city, and everyone starts to evacuate. The only thing that I kind of questioned was like, man, I was, cause this was kind of a complaint about Arkham Origins a little bit too, in some of the Arkham games, or Arkham City, where the city's kind of empty, where there's not a lot of people in there, and there's usually yeah. some reason for it. Arkham Origins was because, you know, it was like Christmas Eve, and like they issued a curfew, I believe, if I'm remembering right. And now this one, everyone's evacuating the city because of Scarecrow. Like, okay, so this is the reason why there's not going to be that many people in Gotham for this game. I was like, okay, I mean, I could kind of see it, even though it's the next-gen system. Like, I guess it can't be a fully active city, knowing how big and crazy Gotham is. It may be a little too much. Yeah, and plus, too, I mean, it can't be like Grand Theft Auto where you're driving the Batmobile and you hit a bunch of pedestrians, you know? Yeah. So I guess we'll get kinda, into that when we get to the Batmobile, but I got some comments yeah. about that. <laughs> well, I mean, f- first off, the uh, the diner scene that was creepy because I totally yeah. forgot about that, and it actually scared me. It made me jump. You know, when you go up to the guy and then you know, he's you're kind of like, hey, can you not smoke in here? And then he turns <laughs> around. He's a big demon thing. It was cool too. I thought I forgot too in the trailer where you're getting attacked, but then you actually get a few shots in the, the creatures too it was like yeah. give you a little bit of control in that sequence too, which was pretty cool it's the first time you fire a gun in a batman game yeah that's true yeah. thankfully <laughs> you're not batman <laughs> but yeah we went... although oh you haven't gotten there tim yeah okay 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 <laughs> hold on never mind never mind okay but wait once you get control of batman and then you're gonna uh investigate uh what's going on the whole thing with poison ivy and then you get uh, what you deliver her to the Gotham police station with Gordon. And then you meet with, I like that section too. You're just walking into the police station and all the police officers, like, you know, they got, they, you have your, their respect as Batman. And then you kind of see what crimes are going on and what's the most wanted list and several side missions that you can do. And so I, I will say too, part of the reason I'm not up where you're at with the story is because I'm getting distracted by side quests. <laughs> it was like, right. So much right. stuff I want. I want to do the story, but this side quest looks fun. But that story. So yeah, I mean, you get a lot right away. I mean, the Riddler pops up sooner than I thought. As far as like a big side quest, usually 
the Riddler reveals himself and you know it's just okay you got to find these puzzles but there's like a big thing you got to do and a big part of the story what Riddler brings up pretty early in the game but yeah so I want to jump a little bit to where we get to the big part of the oh wait well, one more thing okay go ahead. Uh, about the side missions you can't you can't just do the entire side mission at one time right you got to wait until you progress the, the the main story a little bit right that's usually the case yeah because sometimes yeah. it might be a special like upgrade or an item you need to complete a side quest later on yeah because i was i was trying to do the the fireman one where you got to rescue the fireman yeah i got the i was like the first one i did i found the first guy but then i was okay, yeah and then i was just, yeah and then i was just flying around for a bit and i was like am i just supposed to like because i thought you know you can sometimes hear like the radio frequencies yeah. and stuff like people talking mm-hmm. i thought that you had to like go to a certain part of the city and just you know go towards the signal yeah they usually pop up like sometimes you don't even know you're close to it. that's how i found the second firefighter i just the radio frequency popped up and then if you hit your mission menu You'll yeah. see, like, the different side quests are all there. If one starts flashing, you kind of know you're close and you're able to get to that. So yeah, I right. Check that and see which one's flashing. And if I'm closer, I'll hit it and then put my marker on there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but when the story really gets going, when you get to the Ace Chemical Factory, and what a great setting to have a level <laughs> in a Batman <laughs> game. And that's another thing, too, I'll comment how this. Arkham Knight is the first game where you finally get to go all over Gotham. You're not confined to just a portion of it in Arkham City. And I know Arkham Origins is like that too, but just the scale in this one seems so much bigger. Just because you're seeing different locations that you didn't get to before, like Ace Chemicals, Wayne Enterprises, and Wayne Tower, that type of stuff. So, Well, yeah, I mean, it's definitely bigger because I remember in Origins flying around... Um, like, like, especially when you, you shoot the grapple and then you press X, like, three times or whatever, and then you shoot up. Mm. I remember it felt like you were just kind of going kind of, like, down a corridor. And then, okay, turn left here, and then, okay, right, and left. And it, it didn't have that open-world kind of Grand Theft Auto kind of thing. Yeah, I know what you mean. It, it was good for what it was, but this when you play this one, it's really no comparison just how much they're putting into how big the city is and it there's like three separate islands that make up the whole gotham city in the game and so far that i've only been to two but they're distinct enough where you can tell them apart i mean one of them you got wayne tower like i said the other one you got ace chemicals and just the environments in the buildings make it look different enough to where you can set them apart which is really cool so yeah the ace chemicals level that's where you get your first encounter of the arkham knight and thankfully i'm still not spoiled on who he is. I kind of have my theories, <laughs> judging by how far I got. But it's they, Tim. It's Tim. So that's why Bruce isn't calling. <laughs> that, I like that too. I mean, you're talking to Oracle and Alfred most of the time, but I do like it when Tim chimes in, kind of saying, oh, "I want to yeah. be out there with you." Like, no, you got to do this. <laughs> like, I need you here. <laughs> so yeah, when these chemicals, you're pretty much trying to track down Scarecrow because that's where he's going to unleash his toxin. But yeah, the Arkham Knight down there trying to keep you busy and prevent you from getting there and man that was a cool level but when you get to the end i just love too. what usually when you get to the last part of a level in the arkham games it's the predator mode where you have to sneak up on all the criminals before you get to a room that you need to enter or confront a boss i love too in that part where you're taking down these enemies trying to sneak up on them but in the center there's like the 
computer room where Scarecrow, you can actually see his silhouette in there just walking around. But it's cool visually to see that. And then when you finally enter it in there and you confront Scarecrow and you think you have him or he, lets, he like goes on his knees and you're about to arrest him. But nope, he has another trick up his sleeve and he's able to get out of there. And then the toxin's going to unleash over Gotham, but Batman has a way to stop it. And it's a little, kind of a little mini game thing where you have to take these canisters out real slow so you don't oh, man. Shit oh. blow up. <laughs> it's funny when I I did I took it out real slow, but then I just started walking real yeah, quick. Yeah, like too. two seconds it's, I blew up. Yeah, I did the same exact thing, and I was like, "Well, how did I die? Did the thing blow up already? Do I yeah. have to do this faster or something?" Like, I was like, "Is this part of the game? Am I meant to just take it out and blow up?" But I didn't get a cutscene. <laughs> yeah, I got the Arkham Knight taunting me. You know how you die? Yeah. You get those villains click mess with you and yeah, yeah. say you're not good enough. <laughs> but, okay, this is where we're getting to the big spoiler stuff here. Big, big spoiler. <laughs> so you Scary spoiler. That scared <laughs> the crap out of me. <laughs> so you get the last canister, you start walking, and you turn around, and if I remember, I don't know if a door or some something opens or not, I don't remember, or if you just turn around, but as you turn around with the canister, boom, you see the Joker, and he just says, miss me and shoots you <laughs> like whoa <laughs> what <Yeah>. just happened <laughs> so it was kind of a thing where it was cool where you kind of expected that the joker was going to be in this game somehow some way they just could not right. have this without the joker but in what capacity so and at the same time i was not surprised but yet still surprised because i didn't expect him to show up there and they just did it in the sequence where you did not expect it to happen so yeah that was that blew me away right there. That whole sequence where you just, just carefully trying to get those canisters in the tank, so then Joker just pops up and shoots you. Man. Yeah, it's, it's. I mean, it was like the perfect time because you're not not expecting it because the the pretext is you, Batman's probably gonna die trying to save the city. Yeah, because you got Alfred right. talking to him, like saying their goodbyes. Yeah, yeah, just like get out, get out, and then you know it's too late at that point, and then you know, Alfred saying goodbye, and then Bruce is saying goodbye, and. Is that you're not you're not expecting it, and then out of nowhere, like you're just taking this canister out, and you turn around and bam, Joker's in your face, and it's like, oh man. Yeah, and then the two it cuts the next cutscene is a flashback. I was like, okay, what is this? I think I even missed if it said like however long ago this next sequence was. I thought that's what happened yeah. next. Like, yeah, that's what confused me. I, I thought that Bruce died. Yeah, me too. Like, I thought he died, and then Commissioner Gordon was going to, you know, the Batcave for some reason. Yep. So, yeah, that's the next sequence. It's obviously a little bit before the events of Arkham Knight, and Gordon, Batman, has him come to his... I don't think it's the Batcave. It's like one of his like secret ones that he has throughout Gotham. And they're still trying to contaminate or contain the Joker virus that was in Arkham City and Batman has these three people who are in uh, contamination where they're, they're like these, Batman's kind of <laughs> keeping one old guy who's not showing any symptoms but he has the yeah. virus in him and like he wants to get out and of course like you can't keep him on here under his will <laughs> but then you see these other two people where they're slowly turning into the Joker at first they're like oh man what is this like this kind of threw me for a loop and it's cool too I just noticed this yesterday where those people that Batman has uh, contained, you see, because they're actually celebrities, or at least one of them is, uh, because you see billboard posters throughout Gotham of this guy named Johnny, I forget his last name, it's like Johnny Awesome or something like that. <laughs> so I, go, I thought, oh man, that's the guy who's turning into Joker that Bruce had in the Batcave. But the kicker is, 
Gordon says, you said there are four people contaminated, but there's only three that you have kept here. And Batman just looking at the empty containment room and you see his reflection and goes, the next one will be here soon or something like that. And you're going, yeah. okay, you know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> you're looking right at him. <laughs> and then it cuts to where you left off with Batman uh, after you think he was shot by the Joker. But this gets to my probably my favorite aspect of the game right now where the way they're using joker in here is just i think phenomenal because you know he's dead you're the one who burned him at the beginning of the game so bat joker is pretty much in batman's subconscious really batman's choking it up or he's telling people it's the fear toxin but it's really they haven't specifically said this but i i'm taking it as it's the joker toxin that batman has in him getting stronger so the joker is creeping into his mind and he knows all his secrets so here's what i love about it do as you progress now through the game joker just pops up randomly and starts talking to you about whatever next mission you're coming on or when after you have a conversation with something joker will comment on it and it's just really really cool it's kind of like he's your a Jiminy Cricket in a way. <laughs> not, yeah. not your conscious because he's not going to tell you to do the right thing, but he's always there with you. Every move you make, he's going to be there to make a comment. And it just makes for such a cool dynamic of the game that I was not expecting. I just love every minute of it. Yeah, and it's not only that. It's it's also like, I'm not sure if you kind of picked up on this, but he shows you where to go next because mm-hmm. um, the, the next part that you're going to go to is the airship, the two airships. Mm-hmm. And I don't, don't worry, I'm not going to spoil it for you. But once you're done uh, with one of the airships, you um, you have to go to the next one, or you have to destroy these drone things. And like for like the longest time, I was going around. I was like, I was even flying around and shooting the bad grapple, seeing seeing if there's something on the roof that I had to you know I had to hit or something. And like I just couldn't figure it out because I had to move. I had to move these these um, gravity blocks that's that's blocking your path. Okay. And uh, you need to access like a console or something. And I I just couldn't find. I, mean, I just didn't know what to do. And so I just went up to Joker, and sure enough, he was leaning on it. And I was <laughs> like, oh my! <laughs> like I spent the past like fifteen minutes trying to find out what to do next. Yeah, it's so awesome. And he'll make fun of you, too, if you're taking forever to figure out the puzzle. And he's like, like how yeah. dumb can you be? You're like, come on. <laughs> yeah, so it's just cool how it works because you'd be looking at one portion of the wall. And then you just slowly turn around to go to the next part of the room. And there's the Joker making a comment to right, right. you. So it's not only that because, yeah, it's, it's not only that. But, you know, when you die, he's like, oh, did you die again? Yeah. And then like, it's like, well, wait. But if you die, then I die. Yeah. No, don't die. <laughs> I haven't experienced that yet with him oh, you didn't? being on oh. the game over menu. <laughs> now I'm going to oh. die on purpose to hear it. <laughs> yeah, so the next big part, I mean, I love this whole sequence where um, Barbara's been captured by Arkham Knight's men. So, But Gordon doesn't know that. He thinks Barbara has left Gotham during the evacuation process. So they go, Batman tells Gordon she's been kidnapped. So they go to the clock tower to where she last was and gordon shocked at this because he thought he, she got out and boy i look i was there before the sequence but when you enter that clock tower how cool were those batman the animated series easter eggs man did you see them no i didn't pick up on them yeah there's a poster of uh the gray ghost like a gray ghost oh yeah poster. yeah 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 i saw that but yeah. then there's a more subtle one that i don't know if too many people picked up on but 
there's another movie poster. And if you remember the episode uh, Mudslide with Clayface, mm. where um, he's pretty much living out the movie that he acted in where uh, right, he, right. the nurse yeah. who's treating him falls in love with him. They actually had that movie poster on there and it's like starring Matt Hagen. I was like, oh man, that's awesome. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I gotta go back now. Yeah, definitely go back to the clock tower and check it out. <laughs> it was really <laughs> cool. And how cool is it too when you enter the clock tower? I mean, it looks like a normal uh, place, but then you click on that, that a nod to the Adam West <laughs> show, the Shakespeare, <laughs> the Shakespeare head. Yeah, yeah, you click that, and then it turns into a full-blown like computer room where Barbara operates from. Right. Uh, I just love that. It's so cool. And it's finally cool to see Barbara in person, too, not just talking to her over an intercom. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Batman reveals to Gordon that you know she's been working with him. And then this isn't really new. It's something we've seen before, especially in the episode Over the Edge from the animated series mm-hmm. where... Gordon kind of blames Batman for what happened, and it was kind of cool to see him punch Batman, though, I have to yeah. say. That's another great thing. After that, Joker starts taunting you on that, too. Uh, just love that Joker, how he's integrated in this game. We're just there every step of the way, every move you make in this game, Joker's going to be there with you. I think it's such a brilliant way for them to have him be a big part of the game, but yet still keeping the story that they did in Arkham City that he's dead. At least for now. We'll see what happens at the end. But yeah. if it stays this way for the whole game with Joker, I'd be more than satisfied with it. Yeah, but going back to Barbara, uh, yeah, like like you said, it's it's good to see her again. But I, don't, I mean, because that storyline is finished for me. Okay. Uh, but, I mean, it pays off in the end. But it's like, does it really have to be Barbara that gets kidnapped? But... I guess she's really the only other person, right? Yeah. I mean, because you got Nightwing out in Bloodhaven and uh, Batman will let Tim out of the Batcave. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. the other thing, too, where we actually saw the sequence of the killing joke play out. I was not expecting that. That was so cool. Me neither. And it's that was just creepy. That was yeah. creepy. I, like, I didn't want to be there. <laughs> that was one of those instances, too, where you enter the clock tower and it looks different. You're all, okay, what am I supposed to do? And then you turn around and you just see Barbara sitting there. Yeah. And then yeah. it's like she's in like her normal clothes and you can tell it's different than what you've seen her before. And you hear the doorbell ring. I'm like, uh-oh, am I going to see what I think I'm going to see? <laughs> it's like, yep. Did you know that you had to approach the wall first? You know the wall with the writing on it? Yeah. See, I thought I you just that. had to go up there and then turn around and then you'll see her. Oh. It kind of took see. a while too because I was looking at stuff. <laughs> yeah. Of course you were. Yeah. But man, just so crazy seeing that sequence play out. It was a little different. I mean, he wasn't wearing the the hat that he usually wears, like the fedora yeah. type. He was just kind of like a baseball cap. But he's wearing the like Hawaiian shirt. And mm-hmm. he doesn't say, like, he does the smile line that's on the cover of The Killing Joke. I forget exactly what he says in the game, but it's the same effect. He just opens the door and shoots her. And you see him actually start taking the pictures. And I was yeah. thinking, oh, man, they're actually going to do the whole killing joke like where he undresses her. Yeah, and I was like, oh, my God, I don't want to see this. Because I thought, oh, man, this is going to be where it got its M rating. Yeah, I know. It, that's what I was just about to say. And it's, I mean, because it's really, really violent. And, you know, th- this big twist thing that's coming up is one of the one of the reasons I can say it probably got a M rating. Okay, yeah, I, I figured that yeah. killing Joe scene was one of them. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was really cool. And then, uh, not too much after that really happens. Could you just go and 
go on to different leads that try to help you track down the Arkham Knight and find Barbara. And there's like crime investigation, crime scenes you have to do that you did in Arkham Origins. And you just figure out more clues and it leads you to more different leads to try to find Barbara. And the last thing, because it leads up to where I left off with the Penguin, and that's where you finally get to meet up with Nightwing, which I thought was really cool to finally have him be playable in the game. And I love the double takedowns that you get to do where you switch between the characters. It's so cool. Just glad that they're being incorporated into the main story and there's cut scenes with them and they're just not saved for like the challenge arenas or anything. So that's yeah. cool. And one thing, I guess the last thing I'll talk about the story, I like when you went to the part where you had Lucius uh, in like, uh, encrypt this code that Batman sent him to try to find the Arkham Knight's location. And you actually have to go into Wayne Tower and more cool Easter eggs. Where I don't know if you did this, Dane, where as you're waiting uh, for Lucius to give you that information from that file, you see Bruce's phone and you can play the answering machine. Oh, you can? Yeah. It's some really cool Easter eggs. You get stuff from hmm. uh, Vicky Vale, uh, Lex Luthor, which I thought was pretty cool. I wonder if I can go back and I think you could play. Yeah, go back to Wayne Tower. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure you'll be able to. Mm. Definitely go on that because you'll get some cool Easter eggs, and even for Batwoman fans, <laughs> there's a little yeah. there too. So, yeah, so far where I'm at in the story, I'm loving it. It's something different with the whole Joker thing and Batman's head, but at the same time, kind of telling a familiar Batman story too, with you know Scarecrow, Fear Toxin, and Gordon kind of turning against them. But it's kind of the best of both world, uh, best of both worlds, where there's a Batman story you know and love, but yet it's adding a new twist to it with the whole Joker thing. So, oh man, yeah. I'm dying to see what happens at the end, and especially the part you're talking about. So mm. I can't imagine how crazy it's going to get later on. Yeah, and the the uh, the cool thing about this game, and I guess what sets it apart besides you know the obvious things, is that this feel the the, the story in this game feels more like I have to save the world. And it's it's desperation right yeah. now. Like Bat- Batman is scrambling around trying to you know keep up with Arkham Knight and Scarecrow and all yeah. these Riddler and you know everybody else. You feel that as a player too, because we were talking about it a little earlier where you kind of want to hurry up and get to the mission where I got a side quest I wanted to do that yeah. involved like Catwoman. I'm like no. Barbara is more important. Her life's in danger. I got to go save her first. So even as a player, you get immersed in what's going on in that story they're telling, which is really cool. Yeah, and it feels more dangerous. Mm. It, like Kind of like how um, everybody thought that uh, Bruce was going to die in uh, Dark Knight Rises. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it feels more dangerous rather than, you know, this is a walled-off city or this, this is an asylum. Yeah, you exactly. Know? It feels more like desperate and dangerous and stuff yeah higher stakes too yeah higher stakes yeah that's, that's the word i was looking for because not only just for gotham but for batman too with the whole joker thing i mean that's what has me so intrigued the most like how far is that gonna go with batman so yeah just everything with batman personally and then just the stakes of gotham you got barbara in danger his relationship yeah. with gordon's kind of a mess right now so it's like probably batman's worst day out of the arkham knight series of games yeah and i kind of feel underpowered you know, it, it, it goes back to that whole thing where Batman is just a regular human. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it, I feel underpowered because, you know, the the thugs now, they have so many different things that they can do. You know, if you go into the grate, they can throw that grenade thing in there that, you know, just scorches 
the entire uh, that t- the entire um, underground area, you know. Yeah, that's that's right. That happened to me when I was playing yesterday. I was like, okay, I got away from yeah. him. I'll go hide in here for a little bit. Like, nope, we'll we'll burn him out. They throw the torch. I'm like, oh shoot, <laughs> it's crap, yeah. like all the way here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, I I really do feel underpowered and they also have that thing where uh that detective uh the, the detective mode scanner thing mm-hmm. and they have the drones and they have you know all kinds of stuff that you know it it's not so much like arkham knight where you just stay to stick to the roofs or the grates or you know and you just silently take everybody down because it's really really hard and they even have medics now at least the arkham knight yeah, you're that right. Guy's, like you take one down, he can heal him right up. So you gotta look out for that guy and make sure you take him out. First. Yeah, and I mean this isn't really a spoiler for you, Tim. And I don't know if you already faced one of the one of these guys, but now there's a big guy that you can't just regularly punch. You gotta do that cape thing, but he also has swords with him. So you gotta dodge the swords, oh, man. <laughs> and then you gotta do the cape, and then you gotta start punching him, which is a really hard combination to do when you know that there's like a bunch of guys around you also. Yeah, I've not encountered that guy yet, but yeah. <laughs> now I'll be waiting. Yeah, and he, even the Batmobile stuff, like... Yeah, I guess we can with, go into the Batmobile the, next. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, even the Batmobile stuff where, you know, you, you're in the battle mode, mm. and then you're trying to take out all these tanks and or these drone tanks because there's nobody in it because Batman doesn't kill, right? Of course, yeah, they have to be drones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean... It, even that, because they they throw so many at you, and it's so hard to stay out of their um, out of their uh, what do you call it? Their tracking things. Uh, yeah, it's so targeting. hard. Yeah, because they cross you up, and you know you you boost out of one area and you go into another one, and you know they have the uh, drone missiles and stuff that you got to shoot down, which is kind of challenge, kind of hard. Uh, so yeah, I mean I. It's. I don't feel like a superhero. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're just. You're just bad at video games, Dan. I guess. So. <laughs> I guess I suck. <laughs> yeah. So the Batmobile, obviously, the next big thing that's included in the game. To me, if I think for the most part, it's really cool just to have the Batmobile there anytime you want, really, to drive around Gotham and just call it your will and exit at your will. Sometimes there's things where you have to remotely open the door and you have to get out, but then. You can remotely control your Batmobile as you're in another room, which I think is cool. And for me, I'm usually not the best person at driving games, so right away I was like, the controls are good. It's not like it's a hard vehicle to control, but sometimes you go too fast and streets are a little too narrow and there's some sharp turns and some of the missions where you have to, on a police chase, you're trying to yeah. track it down, but you're, at least for me, I'm crashing into things. I'm like making a disgrace of Batman. <laughs> like, Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing too. Uh, if I had like one little criticism of the game, I mean, it's not even a criticism. I wish the, ro- the roads were wider. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was less, you know, I don't know what to call it, like trash on the streets and stuff, like shopping carts and, you know, things like that. Yeah, this might sound a little nerdy, but that's kind of what bugs me about it, where it's like, no, Batman would never drive this bad. Like, I hate (laughs) doing this, where he loses a a chase that he's following, and he's crashing to to wall, and I'm like, no, like, Batman would have this taken care of, so. (laughs) That aspect, it gets a little frustrating when it's part of the mission, and you're supposed to chase down a car and shoot it, Mm -hmm. but I just love having to have the Batman drive down the street to get to your next location. It's just really fun. 
Not to mention, that was one of the coolest intros yes. <laughs> of anything. <laughs> Where you're just standing on the roof and then all of a sudden you just do a dive like a like in an um, Assassin's Creed or something. And you go straight, you, you just f- f- fly straight down into the, um, into the Batmobile. I love, too, how you can use it in combat, too. If you're fighting enemies that are right by it, you can do a combo where you punch an enemy or kick an enemy up in the air and then the Batmobile shoots out a rubber bullet or something to knock him out, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I like, too, where it's a small thing, but it's how um, you're able to take passengers in with you. They just go in the back, whether it's like Commissioner oh, Gordon, yeah. a police officer, or even Poison Ivy and some villains you have to take. <laughs> I just love that aspect. Yeah, there's there's a there's passenger seats. I mean, who, who would have thought? Yeah, in the back. Was, so it's not like they're yeah, sitting in the back. Batman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's a cool design to have that as part of the Batmobile. Where it's not like the animated series episode. He has Harley in there, and she's hitting all these buttons. Yeah. <laughs> she's getting mad at her, but he sticks them in a separate compartment and takes them on their way. So I mean, it's a cool design in general. I mean, the the, the entire Batmobile. I I just like how it looks. Like I don't know how many times you know I just call it and. Batman jumps in, and I just stare at it because it, it's it's like a sports car, but it's like the tumbler. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious too because there's going to be some skins you can do, kind of like Batman has a different costume skins you download. It's going to be something yeah. for the Batmobile, and I'm curious. That's the thing we're not too sure on if it's going to be a specific whole new design Batmobile. Like if you get the 1989 skin, for example, is it going to be that Batmobile or look? kind of be just like a little color scheme difference or like some decals on there that makes it look like another Batmobile. So some different colors. Yeah, like, kind of curious how they're going to work with that. But Yeah, like fluorescent pink Batmobile. <laughs> the Batman of Zero and R Batmobile. <laughs> Purple, yellow. <laughs> oh, man. I will say, though, probably my one complaint about the game, and I know other, I've seen other people complain about this, too, Maybe a little too many, too much sequences of the tank mode, where you're fighting the drones, like you said in there, as like kind of like a main story battle sequence or a boss fight. Yeah. Some of them are cool, but I do feel there's a little bit too much of it right now for a Batman game. It's, really? Yeah. Because you see, I like those. I mean, they're not bad. But I think for a Batman game, there's maybe a little bit too much. But I'd rather just be in the normal combat mode with Batman. I, I feel it's. More- a little more challenging than uh, the sort of Arkham Asylum situation where you're just perched and you get to silently, silently take down everybody. Mm-hmm. I feel it's, like it's a little bit harder than that. I can see that. And it makes for a good yeah. variety. I just think, at least in the sequences I played through, maybe a little one too many of those that I had to go through. Because that kind of makes you think, oh, this is almost like a vehicle-based game where I'm in a tank shooter where I'm so used yeah. to being as Batman on the ground, swinging and taking enemies down other ways than that. but Yeah, and I found myself getting spoiled because, like, you know when you first go to that Miyagani Island mm-hmm. and you can't take the Batmobile with yeah. you, so you got to fly around? <laughs> I was like, oh, man, I got to fly? So, That's the thing, too. I'm a little torn sometimes where I don't know how to do my traveling because the Batmobile, it's cool to drive it. It's convenient. It's fast. Yeah. But at the same time, the graphics look so good that when you're soaring and gliding mm. over Gotham, you just get lost in how beautiful the game looks and just how awesome Gotham City is made up with the towers and the lights and the rain and the clouds everywhere. It just looks so awesome that you just get so caught up in the scenery. So like, I think I'll take my time on certain parts and just glide over and swing over to my next location. Yeah. And I mean, kind of, 
unrelated, I guess. But uh, if I had another criticism, I would say that the controls in the in the driving mode mm-hmm. are a little. It's not quite there. It's a little too stiff. Mm. Like you can't take a clean turn. You always got to do that drifting thing. Yeah. And unless you drive real slow. Yeah, unless you drive real slow, and like sometimes, like I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna go around in the battle mode because I mean that it, it's it's just so much easier. Yeah, sometimes they encourage that too in certain points. Yeah, portions where yeah, like you gotta the drive Riddler. slow, so do the battle mode. Yeah, like the Riddler stuff. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you did the one where. Oh yeah, you did right. Where you gotta like drive up the ramp and then you gotta kind of launch yourself yeah. onto the other platform and then yeah. Yeah, so I get what you're saying there. Then maybe I mean I'm sure they're like I said I'm not the best person for driving games. I don't play too much, so maybe that is expected for this type of vehicle-based portion of the game. Or maybe it is good for some people, but I do agree with what you're saying. I I rarely make clean turns when I'm driving at normal speed with the Batmobile, even when I hit the brakes with the X button and I still bump into some building or someone. <laughs> it's like, I can never quite get it perfect. Yeah, and by the way, if you're uh, if you're wondering out there, listening to this, um, it's really, really hard to parallel park the Batmobile. <laughs> I haven't even tried. <laughs> you should try it. Like, 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 try to get it, you know, like a perfect, you know, parallel park. Because, I mean, I tried. I tried and I tried to do it but it, i just couldn't do it I, I would always like run over the curb or something so and then if you get really frustrated just blow up those two cars <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then you'll park perfectly fine or uh just go on go into battle mode and just like line yourself up and then just go go right and then bam you're right there if you happen to crush it a car eh, those are the brakes <laughs> Everyone evacuated anyway, so it's probably just a criminal scar now. <laughs> yeah, well, the, even if it isn't, they're never going to see that car again. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you're pretty much leaving it behind. You, so, you're pretty much just trashing it. So, Even though it's mainly pretty much all criminals on the streets of Gotham as you're playing the game, I still hate myself when I'm driving real fast and I actually hit, hit one of them. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, you don't technically hit them because it's an electrical shock. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of blows them away. So. It's kind of cool that Rocksteady took all that into consideration where they know Batman wouldn't actually probably wouldn't live with himself if he killed someone by <laughs> hitting yeah. him with a Batmobile. So they coolly put that in there as just like an electrical shock that pushes them out of the way. But still, I want to try to avoid that at all costs because it doesn't make Batman look good. <laughs> <laughs> I keep thinking of the line from Batman Begins where he's like, I didn't have time to observe the rules of the road. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he drove a lot better than I do. <laughs> yeah. oh, but other so, than the combat, or the Batmobile stuff, yeah. uh, what do you think of the combat and some of the new stuff they have on there? I mean, pretty much it's the same, but I really love some of the new animation and moves you can do, especially the environment takedowns where there's parts where you can like swing on a... Like, a chandelier or a light that's hanging down and just bring it down and smash it on one of the enemies and right, the right. environment uh, combos that you can do. I love that stuff. So not too many improvements, at least, or I shouldn't say improvements, but differences from the old game. But what they did put in there, I think this adds to a more cinematic effect to the fights that you're going up against. So what little they added, I think it's really cool. See, the first thing right off the bat I noticed was, and I'm not sure if it was in Origins or maybe even Arkham City, but the first thing I noticed was, um, you know, when you knock somebody to the ground, but they're not knocked out yet. 
uh, and I think in like Asylum and City, you would just kick them, and then you would have to run and run to their body, and then kick them again until they until you get that slow motion finishing thing, right? Mm. Uh, now, like Batman, kind of goes down and pounds them into the ground. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if you noticed that, but like, I just thought that was a that was a great addition. But uh, I think the most noticeable thing for me is the multi takedown, yes. where y- you just like you got to sneak behind them and then yeah, the double you know, fear attack, takedown, right? Yeah, double fear takedown yeah. where you knock out that first guy and then you got to move the camera to the yeah, next that's guy. right. That's that's cool <laughs> now, let's talk about that sequence real quick where you get your new bat suit for the first time oh yeah how cool was that i mean when how it, you put it on and, and then just how it all comes together i just love how the suit looks and then when you finally put it to the test and you take out those enemies in a room where you're trying to save a hostage and that's the first time where you do the move that you described the f- double fear takedown it was just yeah. so cool when you did that for the first time it's like Oh man, I'm gonna be using this move as much as I can. <laughs> yeah, and plus too, the new bat suit is a little less Batman and Robin-y, I'd say. Yeah. It's like it doesn't look so well, much like it anymore. Did it you looks think more the old like ones the, were? Yeah, really? like especially the the Arkham Asylum one. Oh. I yeah. must have forgot if you mentioned that before or not. <laughs> I would well, I wouldn't go didn't... that far to say they're like Batman and Robin. Ah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yes, but or maybe I'm just overblowing it, but um, yeah, it looks more like the Origins one, which, which I really, really liked. Yeah, and I forget what skins you got when uh, when you uh, pre-ordered the game. I forget which ones come with, if there's a PS4 exclusive or just exclusive yet when you pre- pre-ordered it. Which ones did you get? Yeah, I don't even know. I mean, I got a bunch. That's why, I, or like a bunch of extra stuff, like a Harley Quinn thing, and yeah, yeah. Because I know I got the 1939 Batman his first appearance look, yeah. which is pretty awesome. <laughs> so I usually wait till I finish the game till I try out the skins because I want to do everything as the main story yeah. as first played through as the suit they intended it to be for the game. So once I'm done, I'm gonna go test that one out and see how that looks and feels in this dark and gritty Gotham City they created and you're in the old school Batman costume with the purple gloves and everything. <laughs> it looks really cool though. Do they still have the uh, Dark Knight Returns one? I'm sure it's there, but I don't have it yet. The only other one I have is the anime Batman from Gotham Knight. Oh yeah, yeah. That one looks cool. Mm-hmm. I kind of forgot about that one too. Like, oh, yeah, right. That was, that was the most unique Batman costume in that movie and it was kind of cool to see it in the game. Coolest one though is the Beyond one. Yeah, I'm still getting a little used to the mouthpiece where it's just kind of like a black mask that's underneath it. It's not <laughs> part of the suit. So yeah, but it does look cool. Really, really realistic. Yeah, it's almost like if they were to do a Batman Beyond movie type thing, would this be the route they would go? And did you see that um, that image of Catwoman if she was in Final Fantasy? Yeah, <laughs> that looks cool. Yeah, they usually do pretty good yeah. or cool looking unique designs for those toys i mean they look really awesome i know batman had a cool one yeah but i mean she she looks crazy like yeah. <laughs> like somebody like like just went went into left field with it <laughs> it's like whatever wild imagination you have for a character design go with right. it <laughs> that actually would be a kind of cool game if we get something based on those line of toys where they all look like that <laughs> yeah but 
I wonder. You see, I've I've been thinking about this. I wonder what Rocksteady's new game is. I think it's going to be a Superman one because there's a ton of Superman references. Yeah, I thought game. that was cool too. I mean, yeah. Lex Luthor thing, but then you hear some guards talking like, "After this, I'm going to Metropolis." It's like, yeah, yeah. We bear, Scarecrow Bailey like took out Batman. What makes you think we're going to go against Superman? <laughs> Something like that. Was there any so, more like that that I didn't? Mention? No, no, j- just what you mentioned. Okay, or or at least that's all I've heard. Yeah, I'm hoping there's more. But yeah, because you know, I think Rocksteady's new game is going to be Superman. I ha- I have to think so because they're. I mean, they're. They're hitting you in the face with it, so. Yeah, I mean that would be really cool, but at the same time, I just have a feeling that after three games of Batman, successful games too, that they're kind of have the freedom to do what they want. I just have a feeling that, like most creative people, they want to do something brand new, like create their own uh, IP. Yeah, new IP for a game that they had an idea for. So now that they have the clout and the success with the Arkham games, they're going to do something that they want. They would probably have no no one telling them no after the success of yeah. this game. So I have a feeling we're going to get something new. Although, there was a rumor after, I think, Arkham Asylum and during Arkham City that the Rocksteady was rumored to do a Ninja Turtles game, and I would love to get that. <laughs> of course you are. We haven't had a good Ninja Turtles game since the Super Nintendo one of Turtles in Time, and we're due, and Rocksteady I know could do an awesome job with it. So I think that's should- true. I think they should try to make a good Ninja Turtles movie first. <laughs> because, I mean, those fir- the first two were crap. Oh, the first movie's awesome, man. Ugh. The 1991? I guess. But that's one of my favorite comic That's like the most underrated comic book movie ever. I mean, yeah, but they... Yeah, okay, I guess that's good. But they did the second one with Vanilla Ice. Yeah, so there's no arguing that. There's some cool moments yeah. in that movie, but yeah... I mean, Vanilla Ice in there does not help. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I, I know people are saying or hoping for a Justice League game. And like you said, Superman that would be cool. I mean, who's going to complain if we get that? Yeah. But I just have a feeling they're going to do something new on their own. Because, like I said, what creative person wouldn't want to have that chance if they've had this idea of, like, sitting around for a while, but yet they had to get these sequels for the Batman game. So I'm expecting something different. Yeah, I guess, but I th- I, th- I want a Superman game. Yeah. That's all I want. <laughs> a good Superman game. Yeah, a good Superman game, not Superman 64 flying uh, through rings and peeing up cars. Even the Superman Returns game. <laughs> that one sucked too. That it wasn't as wasn't like Superman 64 level bad, but it mm. just got a little boring after a while and uh, just yeah, it didn't click all the way. <laughs> there was a cool it? system where. You really couldn't die. Like he, Superman didn't have a health bar, mm. which makes sense. But if, if Metropolis got damaged really bad, then that's how you fail a mission. So pretty much Metropolis health was your health. <laughs> no. So, so I mean, so, so you played that one then? Yep, got all thousand achievement points on there too. <laughs> that was a challenge, man. What uh, what system was it on? PlayStation Three, Xbox Three Sixty. Oh, Xbox Three Sixty. Because one of the mini games in there was. You got to save 100 kittens from a tree spread out through Metropolis. <laughs> and it took forever to find those last few cats. <laughs> but I did it. You see, I can't believe you did that. Because, I mean, j- just like in Arkham Asylum, you found all the, the chattering teeth. Yep. <laughs> and it's like, oh my god, Tim. What's wrong with you? The main reason I did it for uh, Superman Returns because there was someone I knew at the time who 
always bad-mouth Superman. He's like, ah, I can't stand him. But yet he played the game and he got a thousand achievement points on there. Like, I can't let this some person who hates Superman outscore me on this game. I gotta get yeah. just as much as he can as someone who likes the character. So that was my motivating factor. <laughs> Did you get it from Toys R Us? No, I don't remember where I got it. <laughs> really? Probably like a GameStop. Maybe, yeah, I don't remember. Or maybe Game, I think actually it might have been GameFly. GameFly. Like that rental service. Yeah, yeah. But they allow you to buy the games. I think if you rent it along, if you have it for a while, they give you the option to buy it for a cheaper price, and they send you the box. I think that's what we did for that one. Me and my brothers were playing it, so I think we just ended up buying it because we had it for so long. <laughs> yeah, you guys must have been passionate about that game. Yeah, I think it was just me. I'm the only one who got all the unlockable extra <laughs> all that stuff and the 1,000 achievement points. So I was yeah. the crazy one. <laughs> Kind of like me and um, me and um, uh, Grand Theft Auto, like trying to find the Sasquatch. <laughs> Did you get everything on that game? No, no, I I I, ha- I haven't beaten it on the PS4 yet. Okay. I've beaten it on um, the Xbox, but not uh, PS4. But I've I've been trying to find the Sasquatch, but and I can't find it. Um. Like everything says, everything on the internet says to go to the forest, and I go to the forest, and I can't find him. I just can't, can't find it. It's just a, like a real life version. They don't yeah. exist, even though people tell you there is one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I've got to think. Is like, is, is this just like an urban myth or something? <laughs> they created that just for the game. Got people talking about it, spreading rumors, and it's not actually there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like you to keep playing it. Or it's uh, it's like I tried to find all the money chests. Mm. Like you could, there's one in the water that I've been trying to get that I can't get because I can't find it. But you have to dive like all the way down, and you got to scan the bottom. You know, you just gotta look, look on the bottom and find it. But I always end up dying because I run out of air. <laughs> so like, Man. yeah, I, I I guess I know what you mean. You know, but. For I didn't get everything on Arkham City and Arkham Origins, and I don't know if I'll do everything here, but I usually complete all the Riddler stuff and all the side missions. But the stuff I usually don't finish are some of like the combat challenges and all the arena modes. I only did that for Arkham Asylum, so we'll see how far I get with this one. I mean, there's not really too many games I plan on getting before the fall, so <laughs> this one will keep me busy for a while. But well, Battlefront? Yeah, that's pretty much my next big one. That's not till November, so yeah. I've got some time. <laughs> But, is that an only online thing? Um, the majority of it, yeah, it is going to be, but there's going to be some mm. single-player stuff, but there's not going to be like a single-player campaign or story mode or anything. So is it going to be like a, um, like Destiny? where Not that style. This mm. is going to be like, you know, player versus player. And there's some co-op survival mode stuff, but it's going to be like big 40-player versus mode and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. I don't really like that because that kind of stuff makes makes me sick oh really <laughs> yeah like because i tried it for uh call of duty um uh what is it called advanced warfare okay and like i tried playing it and after a while i started feeling like i was gonna throw up because <laughs> you know you're whipping you, yeah like you're whipping yourself like left and right and trying to kill people and trying to concentrate and i don't know i i, I just felt sick after a while <laughs> My problem is I just die right away all the time. <laughs> I'm just not good enough to compete. Just throw grenades. Yeah. Like as soon as you spawn, just 
just might get lucky and hit somebody. <laughs> but speaking of the side quest stuff and completing everything, I haven't dived into all of them yet, but like I said, part of the reason I'm behind on the story is because I get distracted with the side quests because some of those sound really fun. So yeah. I got to say, so far, the side quests on Arkham Knight are really, really cool. I mean, I talked to you about this earlier in the week when we experienced it, but one of my favorite moments in the game was I'm just swinging around, gliding oh. over the city. Oh, and... Tim, don't don't say it. You're, you're going to scare me. <laughs> Hold on to your seat, Dane. <laughs> I just, I've got a building, I'm about to climb up like normal, and then all of a sudden, Man Bat just pops out of nowhere to scream. Well, he screams, yeah, Yeah. he screams and then he flies away. Yeah, I literally did a jump in my chair, like, ah, what? As did I. I never do that in games, so. (laughs) He looked really cool, his design is awesome, exactly what you'd expect to look like in the Arkham game, kind of more that realistic feel to it, but still, he looks like Man Bat. So that was a really cool experience, I have to say. I was not expecting it. And just to see Man Blat, uh, not Man Blad, <laughs> Man Bat, like scream at you and then just fly away. And then I didn't go after him right away because I was trying to get to the next story point. But I just love how you're in that area and then you just hear like his shrieks in the background of the sky. You hear him crying and yelling and you're like, oh man, so he's around somewhere. And the arrow will point to you for where he's at, but. This is another one of those moments where I just had to stop and look. I just think it's so cool. You can be on a building or gliding, and then you just see Man Bat flying around over the sky of Gotham. It just looks absolutely stunning. Visually, it just, oh, it's so good. It kind of gives me chills a little bit just uh, seeing that in this game because the graphics is so amazing and the design of him is so cool. <laughs> just that he's out there. Right. You could just be doing anything, and you hear his cry, and you look up, up, and there he is flying around. It's so cool. I love that type of stuff. You know, I don't know what uh, impressed me. This is going to sound stupid, but <laughs> you know when you glide uh-huh. and all of a sudden it starts raining mm-hmm. and you can see the raindrops hit your cape Yeah, as it's, you know, expanded, fully expanded. I just thought that was like, wow, they, they put a lot of detail into this game. Yeah, that goes into... Like how much Rocksteady cares about this. Like you said, the yeah. little small details of the stuff you kind of notice that makes it look amazing in the big picture of things. But those little details, yeah, it sells that really good. Yeah, I haven't finished all the Man Bat. I just did the second part, which was kind of cool. You have to kind of catch up to him, and then you just like knock him down on the ground and take his blood sample. I'm kind of hoping we get the classic Bat grapple to his feet, and you get dragged around and fly across the city. I'm kind of hoping that's maybe the final sequence of that side quest, because I'd love to play something like that. It'd be so cool. So that side quest was really awesome. And then there's like some murder mystery stuff. We talked about the firefighters, but the big one is the Riddler. And I don't know about how far you got into it, Dane, but that's the big thing that kept me sidetracked from the story. (laughs) Yeah, me too. Yeah. I mean, it was the same exact thing. Like, like first it's the, um, the Batmobile obstacle course. Yeah. That's how you really, all of them. Yeah. It's, it's kind of hard to do. I, I don't know about you, but I had to do it a couple of times. Yeah, it took before me I, a few tries, too. Yeah, before I got it down. Because, you know, you, you got to, like, unlock these platforms. And then as as soon as your tires leave the, the that one platform, you got to quickly shoot out the next platform mm-hmm. so you can, you know, go. And then you got to ride on the walls and stuff. <laughs> Time your boost jumps and all that. And then oh, hit the yeah. button to get the platforms out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So... Yeah, yeah I, I mean, oh, go, sorry, ahead. go ahead. 
Oh, I was just gonna say, um, yeah, the the side quests for the the, the Riddler missions are really well done. Mm-hmm. I have to say. I just love how they're throwing Catwoman in there as part of the reason behind his some of his puzzles. Anyway, there's still a classic, you know, find a trophy line yeah. around somewhere and get it and solve the riddle that pops up on your screen. But the stuff with Catwoman, I think, is really cool. I mean, he has her captive, and uh, he's doing the motif of she has nine lives, so you got to solve nine riddles to unlock this collar that's going to explode if you try to take it off. So you're pretty much trying to find nine keys. And so the different puzzles you have to go through to try to save Catwoman, and you actually work with Catwoman too with some cool puzzle solving and combat stuff where you're actually teaming up with Catwoman, which is really, really cool. Yeah. And that was the thing where it happens right not too long after you find out Barbara's been kidnapped. So after a story sequence, Riddler broadcasts himself on the big TV in the city and says he has Catwoman. So that's the point where like, oh, crap, what do I do? Do I go after Barbara or do I go after Catwoman first? Like, ah. <laughs> Yeah, and um, I don't know if this happened to you. But I mean, this probably only happened to me, but I don't know why because I was just being stupid or something. You know when you unlock the um, the, the riddle part where you, where you, um, you get to see where the key is, mm. which glass case has the key? Yeah. For some reason, I thought that the game just put you in front of the right one. Uh, <laughs> like on the first try did you get it no no i didn't uh, and, and then you know she does her claw thing and then reaches inside yeah. and grabs the, the the key and puts it to her neck and sure enough her head exploded <laughs> so i was like oh okay so i actually have to go and find the thing find the the, the the glass case with the key in it yeah that was one of the cool things where you gotta because you switch over to batman and you look at that map that's on there that has it laid yeah. out <laughs> I thought it was going to be where oh, I just picked the first one that was in front of me and it worked. <laughs> yeah, yeah it is, it, it's even worse with the uh, second one because the second one has the um, has the numbers. You, you know, you're yeah. in two cages and you got to the, the number the number that flashes on the screen corresponds with the other person's cage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, oh man, like for, for one thing, I had, I had a hard time remembering the numbers. You know, switching <laughs> back and forth. And then, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's it's kind of challenging, but it's a it's a good kind of challenging. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm always tempted to uh, let me just hurry up and save Catwoman and get Riddler's challenges out of the way because maybe I'll get some cool missions, side stuff with Catwoman later on. But but then the story calls you, you know, you got to save Barbara, and, but then it leads you on to other trails and leads. So it's like <laughs> this is cool where you want to do so much in this game, but yet. You kind of have to, or it makes you want to focus on one thing at the same time in the back of your head. Like, oh, I want to really do that next. So sometimes it works out where there's a part of the story, one where you go, okay, I can maybe spend a little time doing the side quest, but then I'm going to hurry up and get back to the main yeah. story mode. Yeah, and another thing we forgot to uh, talk about is uh, switching between characters during fights. So, so cool. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was about to say. It, it's so cool switching to like Nightwing or uh, Catwoman and seeing Batman in the background fighting guys. Yeah, there's just something about that. It's so cool. Yeah, but something I've been wanting for the game series for a long time now. Yeah, like I said before, I'm so glad they were incorporating Nightwing, Robin, and it's part of the actual story. And the fact that mm-hmm. you can play with them a little bit, it's even cooler. I mean, my ultimate thing would to be have a co-op mode in the story where I mean, it's kind of be hard to do it for every single mission, but just to have certain sequences where someone else can play Nightwing or Robin and you're fighting together or someone's trying to 
go into a different portion of a building, like try to open a door that you're in or to rescue you or something like that. Somewhere there's co-op play. So while we didn't get that, this is maybe the next best thing, just to incorporate these big Batman characters into the story, like Nightwing and Robin. And it's just cool you know, to have them be a part of it because that was one of the things I kind of missed about Arkham City and Arkham Origins too, where he, well, Arkham Origins was an origin story, so didn't have probably Robin around then. <laughs> So, but like with Arkham City, I kind of wish they were incorporated more than instead of just DLC like the Robin one we got. So, this is the next best thing if we're not getting co-op play. And like you said, those scenes where you do the transition, where you do a takedown, and then you switch to the next character, it's just so so cool. Yeah, and <laughs> you can, can do the all day. you can do the double takedown too, which is just as cool. See, I don't think I I've mean, done that yet. You haven't? Mm-mm. Oh man, that's. Oh, are you, are you just talking about one where you hit the like the trigger? And yeah, then, yeah, okay. yeah, where you're fighting and then... Yeah, okay, I it, thought you it, meant where yeah. you sneak up on two guys or something and both characters oh, no, do a no, type no. of takedown, okay. No, 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 I'm talking about like when you're fighting guys and then, you know, Batman holds holds a guy and the Catwoman comes and punches him yeah. in the face or something like that, which is so cool and it's, it's so worth the payoff. <laughs> totally, yeah. That's another thing, too, about the game. The character designs of almost all the characters so far look so good. I mentioned Man Bat, and of course we talked about the Bat Suit, but I cannot go through this podcast and not mention how awesome Scarecrow is in this game, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I always said that New Adventures of the Batman the Animated Series is my favorite Uh-oh. Scarecrow design. Uh-oh. I think it still is, but this oh. one gave it a run for its money. I love the look of the Scarecrow, man. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, in all of the um, all of the Arkham games that Scarecrow is in, he looks cool. But this one, for some reason, I I don't know if it's the voice or something. You the know, voice the honest voice. Yeah, yeah. That it just makes it so much better and creepier. And yeah, I'm right there with you. <laughs> yeah, John Noble does such a great job as Scarecrow. Yeah. And at first, I mean, we've heard him in the early trailers, but. When I found out it was him, and oh man, that's really cool because he has a cool, distinct, menacing voice. Because he's done Brainiac in the one of the animated movies that was good, and of course he was Denethor in Return of the King. <laughs> <laughs> Got to give Lord of the Rings in there. Come on, of course. <laughs> if of only course. he was in Star Wars. I remember he was stuff. rumored back in the early episode right, seven right, days. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. W- w- whatever happened to that rumor? And why was that rumor started? Oh yeah, it's got to be Latino review, I would think. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Because he was in the general area. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just like someone who works there just saw him passing by. Oh, you know what? I'm thinking he's gonna be in Star Wars. <laughs> or no, they're at the Pi- Pinewood Studios, was it? Yeah. Yeah, the they're at Pinewood Studios, and John Noble's uh, in another movie that's also shooting on Pinewood Studios, and they're like, "Oh my God, John John Noble's in this episode seven. Confirmed. Confirmed. <laughs> Yeah, he was on the same studio lot. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, that's the scarecrow was awesome, and I'm really to see anxious to see what his big role ends up being in the game. I kind of have a feeling there's going to be a bigger threat in there, like he might be someone pulling on his strings at the end of the day. It kind of makes you think it would be Arkham Knight since the name the game is named after him, but it seems like Scarecrow is Arkham Knight's puppet master. So maybe Arkham Knight will turn on him or something like that. Is there someone else even bigger behind the scenes? So 
I'm anxious to see if that's the case, but as of right now, I'm so glad they chose Scarecrow to be the main threat of this game, at least in the yeah. first half that I played through. So uh, I just loved how they're incorporating him in this. It's just so cool. So let me ask you, since we're, I guess we we can kind of wrap things up now. Mm-hmm. Um, who do you think Arkham Knight is? Uh, okay, this is speculation where, yeah, I mean, when you're playing it, you automatically think it's Jason Todd because yeah. it's like he's saying things Jason Todd would say. He knows Batman. He's calling him an old man and all that stuff. But that's just too obvious. It's, it can't be him. It's just too obvious. So I don't know how it's going to work, but in that instance we were talking about or that scene where Bruce says or Batman's telling Gordon there's someone else who's infecting he's going to be joining here soon. I think Batman did something like I don't know if it's cloning type thing where he did something to try to preserve his body without the Joker toxin and something went wrong and it became the Arkham Knight because the Arkham Knight has money and resources to build his army so I kind of think this was kind of like a failed last resort type thing Bruce tried to do to keep his like the Batman legacy going on type thing but he turned out to be evil so I'm thinking it might be something like a clone Bruce Wayne or something. I don't know because <laughs> I'm yeah. seeing the hints of that with Batman having like a last resort type thing if Tim's not able to come up with a antidote for that Joker toxin and Bruce had to do something to ensure that there would be a Batman. And It's something that we've seen before in other stories, but I don't think done by Bruce. I, mean, I don't remember if that terrible five years later story we got last year where there's that clone Bruce Wayne if that was by his design or not i don't remember but i have a feeling it's going to be something like a clone gone wrong so i don't know it'd be kind of interesting to see how that plays out but that's kind of the vibe i'm getting and i'm expecting something kind of out there as far as who's the arkham knight's going to be not someone obvious so that's kind of my strange theory right now (laughs) what if it's tim yeah I, i don't think so yeah me neither but yeah, I'm right there with you. Did you I have mean, that same thought? You, about yeah, you pretty much it. just <laughs> took my answer. Cool. Um, yeah, I think it's somehow a clone of Bruce that went rogue on him. Um, or maybe it's... At, yeah, because I, I didn't really think that until I saw that cutscene where you're, you're playing as Gordon mm-hmm. and you go into the Batcave and you see all those Jokers. Yeah. I think... I don't know, but the, but but then I was thinking maybe it's like a he made these clones so that I mean this is totally weird, but he made the clones so that he could transfer their blood to his blood. Yeah, and you know try to like eliminate solely eliminate eliminate all of the Joker blood. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, like he's just trying everything. Yeah, thing yeah, I just thought of too. What if? the Arkham Knight is the real Bruce Wayne and it just like the Joker talks and took over and that's why he's so evil. And the Batman we're playing now is the clone (laughs) and maybe having the Joker in his head, the side effect of something. I don't know. There's tons of possibilities of what it could be with that scenario. So it's kind of like, uh, um, Knights of the Old Republic kind of thing. Oh, yeah, maybe. Because <laughs> I keep hearing this crazy twist and along the way by the time you get to the end. So, Oh yeah, there's a, I kind of have a feeling, too, twist. we'll find out who the Arkham Knight is before the actual final sequence. Like, it'll yeah, be like yeah, the me too. Point. Yeah, yeah, and I think that somehow Arkham Knight is going to 
isn't really serving Scarecrow. Kind of like what you said. He's not really uh, serving Scarecrow. He ser- he's using Scarecrow for a person, another person that he serves. Mm-hmm. I just don't know who that could be. Like Raish? That's what I'm thinking because yeah. I'm hoping too because I thought Raish was underused in Arkham City and kind of just mm-hmm. felt thrown in there. I didn't like how he was portrayed in there. It was so, just that one that one scene, right? Yeah, then it got revealed yeah. it was his plan, but then it wasn't. He gets killed right away once he makes that reveal. So I was like, eh, I didn't like that. So yeah. if he ends up being somewhat the big, big bad guy in this, I, I'd be okay with that kind of a, re- of a redeeming factor for what happened in Arkham City. Yeah, and, and I was thinking, you know, maybe it could be somebody from Bruce's past, you know, that maybe trained with him or something because he's, the Arkham Knight seems to know every Batman move, mm-hmm. you know. That's why he keeps on outsmarting you. Yep. I had a crazy theory. I was on uh, Rob's Rogue Show last weekend. We're talking mm-hmm. about Arkham Knight, and I threw out a crazy theory of who it maybe it could be, which I don't think it is now, but I had a feeling it could be someone that was tied to Bruce's past or even like part of his family. And I thought of the Batman Earth 1 series where Martha Wayne, like before she got married, was Martha Arkham. And what if they yeah, yeah. took that? story aspect and somehow some way made it his mother (laughs) out getting i mean how twisted would that be but i'd be real if that was the case i'd be real curious to see how they made that work from a story standpoint because it'd be pretty tricky to get that right and believable too (laughs) what if it's thomas yeah like like, like thomas didn't die exactly something like that but the reason i thought of martha because her last name was arkham and that's why he has the arkham knight on there so I don't know, man. It's going to be... I'm anxious to find out. <laughs> you see, we're going to beat the game and we're going to find out who Arkham Knight is and then we're going to look stupid. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to sound stupid on this, this part. I really hope it's not Jason Todd. I me either. That, that, to me, that'd be a cop-out. It'd, it'd feel lazy, too, because just make it yeah. the Red Hood, because that's pretty much kind of what he is right now, just with an army. Right, right. And I think they're doing that on purpose to kind of throw you off and to make you think that, and then it's going to be someone totally unexpected. Yeah, yeah, to to make you think it's Jason Todd because I mean, he has the guns, he kind of has a cool suit, and yeah, his suit's awesome. I will yeah. say that. <laughs> um. So yeah, I guess that's that's it. Oh yeah, the PC. We forgot we forgot to talk about the PC and Mac versions. <laughs> you mean the ones that don't work? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I. Yeah, Rocksteady really, really loves this game. They put a lot of detail, but they didn't like the... They apparently didn't like the PC version because apparently it's really, really broken. Yeah, so I hear it's unplayable. I'm, I'm, so, I'm so glad I, did, I decided to buy a PS4 and, you know, get ready for this game Thank and you play it on PS4. <laughs> yeah, it's like, hope. I remember Bob really. from uh, Gotham Knights Online was sent me a tweet like, oh, I, I got the PC version. I should have got the Xbox <laughs> One version. Now I can't play it. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, imagine all those other players like that, hearing everyone say how awesome it is and they can't play it. Just, uh, I'd yeah, be so annoyed. <laughs> in fact, they pulled it, right? Yeah, you can't buy it anymore. Yeah, which you is can't good, buy it. But... Man. Yeah, that's why those are some of the... In- uh, examples where I'm glad I'm not a PC gamer. <laughs> yeah, but I feel Rocksteady hand, handled it really well too. You know, like I was reading uh, the Twitter of uh, I think the lead designer or something or the lead guy, 
um, that worked on Arkham Knight, and he said he said something to the effect of like, "We heard you that the you, you know the this version is broken, and we're gonna fix it, and it's a top priority for us because we care about this game." So yeah, you know, it's at least they're working on it. At least they're not like, you know what, that's your problem. <laughs> yeah, man, they they lose a lot of goodwill if they did that. <laughs> oh they yeah, do. they would. Yeah, they would. So let this uh, be a lesson. Just stick to console gaming. <laughs> I just made a bunch of PC people mad. <laughs> well, well, I mean, I do both. I mean, I, I don't really stick to one because, like, like sometimes when I play with PS4 too much, my hands hurt. Okay. Like, my joints hurt, and so, like, I got to do something else. Um. So, yeah, I'm not really a, like, console-only or PC-only kind of guy. I can't remember the last game I played on PC. First of all, I don't like mouse and keyboard controls. I know you can use other adapters to use like an Xbox or a PlayStation controller, but yeah. if it's a game that's on multi-platforms, I mean, I'm going to want to play it on my TV instead of my monitor. I mean, I'm sure if people have good monitors, it'll be fine, but I know graphics are usually better on the PC, but mm. in the end, I still rather play it on the console than just on my TV and be more oh, yeah. comfortable. <laughs> and, and speaking of uh, bad PC ports, is uh, Battlefront coming to PC? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, because that company Dice that's making that game. Oh yeah, that's one of my big worries. <laughs> terrible at PC uh, porting, I guess you could in say. In this multiplayer modes in general, they always have problems. Yeah, because I bought uh, Battlefield, which they do, and I bought. Um, uh, what was it? I don't know. Another one of their games. I can't remember what it was called, but um, yeah, like I, I had to turn off a CPU or something, or like only go with one CPU just just so I could uh, get past the intro part. Man. So <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm not... Battlefront is going to go smoothly. They're saying they're doing everything they can to make sure of that, but they don't have the best track record. No, they don't because. <laughs> It took me a while to figure out how to get Battlefield, uh, I think it was 3, Battlefield 3, um, to work properly. Because the problem with, with uh, Battlefield 3 was the, the cinematics would play fine, but it's the actual gameplay. For one thing, the, the frame rate is, was so low. <laughs> oh, man, that's how you're on Arkham Knight's awful, too. Yeah, I mean, it was like like 16 frames <laughs> per second. And not only that, the, another thing about that was the um, the game would repeat itself. So it would be like, hi, my name is Dane. And then it would be like, hi, my name is Dane. And like when you're firing an automatic weapon at somebody, it's like, you know, it's a burst and then followed by a quick burst, followed by all the other sound effects. You know, so it, it, it was almost unplayable. Man, yeah, I've heard those stories about the Battlefield games. It seems like they never get it right, even the sequels where they you think they learn from their problems and mistakes from before, yeah. but yeah, hopefully that's not going to be the case with Battlefront. But again, I'm getting on the Xbox, so hopefully I should be okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, I guess that's it, right? So uh, I think we should give it a rating. Well, yeah, right Just now. Just the for, intro parts. For yeah. me right now, it's five out of five. <laughs> yeah, me too. I goes without saying i mean if you listen to this podcast all the way through then you know you know it's going to be a five out of five so i i guess that's it right well now before we go we did get an email from mike 
Oh, right, right. I almost forgot about him. Do you want to read it? Yeah, sure. I got it up right now. Okay, cool. He says, hey, guys, thought I'd throw my two cents in about Arkham Knight. Before I start, I thought I would give a bit of overview of the big day. I originally was going to have a day of work, but scrapped that for some time off in July. So I started work at 4.30 in the morning. I do about nine hours each day, so this would get me done by 2.30 p.m. I shot up the road at 11 a.m. to get the game and then got back into finishing work. I finished right on 2.30 p.m. and fired up the PS4. By this time, after having a good Twitter discussion with Tim, yeah, we did <laughs> have some good anticipation discussion as we were loading our uh, or installing our game on the hard drive of our systems, <laughs> like waiting to divide. We're talking Arkham, so it was all good. <laughs> he says, um, after my discussion with Tim, my anticipation level was sky high. I put the disc in and it did the standard install and I got a message saying, update required. <laughs> Fine, these things happen. It was a 3.5 gigabytes. It would take over 90 minutes to download. It was killing me. Once it was done, I thought I'd better download the DLC. I got the Harley pack, the Scarecrow PS4 pack, and the Red Hood Story pack for getting the special edition. Turns out they were one gigabyte each. (laughs) Another 90 minutes. Finally, at 5.30, I was ready to start the game. (laughs) Well, Mike, put it this way. I got the digital download, and it unlocked at about 6 o'clock. Uh, my time and it was a, it was like 45 gig download so i i didn't get to play it that night Man, yeah <laughs> the waiting as tom petty says the waiting was the hardest part <laughs> <laughs> which i still i got the disc and you still have to install it i'm sure it's because it makes it run better but it's still like uh, the old age you just pop the disc in and you play it <laughs> so i'm still getting used to that aspect for this next generation of consoles but yeah, well, I mean, and like like every game now has a day one patch, so... Yeah, exactly. But Mike goes on to say, Once it started, all was forgotten, and I was back in my happy place. The intro video got going, and when it started to give the story setup, I was hooked. The video, which is pretty much the E3 video, was a bit freaky, but it got me thinking that this was going to be good. I did have one thought, and that was they evacuated 6.3 million people in 24 hours. That seems like a bit of a stretch, or maybe Gotham is so used to big dramas that require evacuations, they have it down to, to an art form. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. But this is a minor nitpick. When the gameplay starts and you close in on Batman, I was amazed at how well the game looked. The city, while dark, still seemed to really pop with detail. The other games sort of hide that stuff with shadow or fog, but this game is beautiful. I pretty much avoided all preview images and trailers, so I wasn't used to how good the game was going to look. I thought all the character designs were really nicely done with the tweaks that a more powerful system could afford the production team. The thing that really blew my mind is the rain. In a lot of games, the rain looks fake, but in this game, it looks so real, it adds to the atmosphere really well. So, Mike agrees exactly what you said, Dane, about those yeah, rain drops. It's like the rain. Like, who, who would have thought that they put so much work into the rain? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get Rocksteady making a Star Wars game based on Camino. That would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> He goes on, straight away, I thought Batman looked great. My biggest complaint from the previous game was that he looked too chunky, especially his legs. But this game has them really in great proportions, and the upgraded original suit looks great. Once you get the new armor suit, I was a little bummed because I liked the other suit so much and would have liked to stay that way a bit longer. But it's cool that you can get set any skin, and it is there for everything, including cutscenes. That's really cool. Cause I know the other games, it wasn't in every cutscene, but... Man, I can't wait to do that and like the Batman Beyond suit or the 1939 one I got. You could replay the whole story mode 
again and probably get more out of it with those other suits. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, to quickly go on to the skins, I really like the Justice League 3000 suit for Batman, and the 66 Batmobile skin is cool. It doesn't change the shape, but adds a beautiful blue-slash-black finish with red striping and the red outline 66 bat symbol. Did you guys get any? And if so, do you have a favorite? So that answers our question, Dane. It doesn't actually switch it to the 66 Batmobile, but just oh, does the color skin on there. Oh, dang it. Yeah. I haven't gotten any Batmobile skins for the ones I have. but Yeah, me neither. I'm I'll just hoping for my hot pink Batmobile. <laughs> That's all I want. I'm probably going to get the season pass, though. I haven't done it yet, but I think I'm going to get it with all the eventual story missions I'm probably going to want to play. So yeah, I'll me probably too. end up doing it. And Mike continues, also it appears that they really upped the game in terms of sound effects. I noticed straight away that when you run it to, or when you run it, sounds less clunky and sounds great when standing on different ground types. The cape sound when gliding and grappling is really cool as when the return of the criminal chatting is good and they drop some interesting conversation. They also talk about or imply some DC characters, so it will be interesting to see if they turn up later in the game or in the DLC stuff. They discuss Harley and Ivy very early in the game, and I went back to do the Harley mission, and it was indeed a minor prequel. Speaking of the Harley missions, I really like what they did with her version of the Predator mode. Very well done and well thought out. I won't spoil it for anyone because it's kind of a nice thing to see. Yeah, I'm saving to play the Harley DLC till after I beat the game and any other DC that's available by the time <laughs> the game story mode is still playing. Yeah. He goes on, the one thing the Arkham games always do well is Easter eggs, and this one has some nice ones so far. From billboards to the certain places on the map, it was a treat. But the area that really made me smile was the clock tower. Yep, <laughs> gotta agree with you there, Mike. Uh, won't say them, but it was nice just looking around the room and spotting them. It was also great to finally see the Oracle, or to see Oracle in the games, and not just her voice. And it's great that Oracle, the Oracle character still lives on in this universe. I miss her in the DC universe. The villains are very intriguing straight from the start. This one has to be the freakiest scarecrow ever, and the Arkham Knight has already got me thinking of who its identity is. On a side note, avoid the internet stories for this game until you finish it. IGN, within 24 hours of the release, put an article up about the identity of Arkham Knight and their thoughts on it. So watch out for spoilers. Yeah, I actually saw that article, and it was it was tempting, but I didn't uh, click on thank it. Thank goodness, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> With the little stuff we're getting revealed in the game that I played so far, like so glad I didn't see any spoilers, and I can't imagine what's down the line. So, gotta stay strong for a little bit longer. <laughs> and he continues, even though the time, even though this time they didn't involve Paul Dini, I'm really liking the story from what I played. I'm just past the Ace Chemical stage. I keep thinking it's Axis Chemicals, <laughs> so you know what I'm talking about when I say I was surprised with what they were including in the story. Seems like they are going to deep. We're going in deep with the story since it's their last game. Speaking of, do you think Rocksteady is done with Batman games and moving on to something else like other DC characters? Or do you think uh, they are just done with the Arkham game? Maybe give WB Montreal another go since Rocksteady has created the big Gotham and it would be a waste not to use it again. Time to go on to the Batmobile. I will say from the start, I am not a very good at car games in general, so I have been having a little bit of a learning curve with the car controls. The thing that throws me off or throws me the most, is on the PS4 controller, most games have the accelerator on the R2 trigger and the brake on the L2 trigger. This one has the brake on the square button and the tank mode on L2. So I have a habit of turning tank on instead of braking around corners. But like yeah, I said, same thing with me. Yeah, hopefully it'll just be a matter of getting used to it. 
And for all the crybabies saying Batman should use guns, the criminals say that he uses crowd-suppressed rounds instead of bullets. It would have been so awesome if Kevin Conroy said, rubber bullets. Honest. <laughs> that would have been awesome. <laughs> Maybe it'll be in there later on in the game. Finally, I want to ask you guys, are you getting the season pass? Uh, as we just said, yes, we are. <laughs> it's going to it's going for fifty nine ninety five in Australia. Some retailers are selling the base game for seventy, so that's around three fourths of the price of the full game just for DLC. I'm okay that if we get two to three large DLC story packs, similar or bigger in size to Cold, Cold Heart, and Arkham Origins, but not just skins and stuff. Also, if one of the packs is the Red Hood and Scarecrow packs, that sucks because I already got those. Fair enough that others didn't buy that. Uh, maybe that again. Fair enough that others didn't, but they should be extra, not no cost items on top of more stuff and not part of the season pass items yet to come, like the Batgirl prequel. Anyway, thanks for letting me drop some thoughts and hope you were enjoying the game. Well, thanks for the email, Mike. I mean, you're sharing a lot of the sentiments that we have with the game, so just glad it's being pretty much enjoyed by almost everyone, I would say, that I'm seeing online. And really? Be- because, uh, I mean, I just looked through Twitter and. Uh... I'm not going to give out the guy's name, but he said that while Arkham Knight is a good game, it's his least favorite. Really? Hmm. Yeah. Well, as usual, you know you're not going to please everybody, but I think the majority, yeah. at least from the people I've seen, it's everyone's been real happy with it. And I know Rob also sent us a tweet, too, saying that he thinks it's great, he loves it, hands down the best Arkham, and dare I say, best game ever, and he's at the last section. <laughs> I know he's wow. played, I think, 13 hours the day it came out, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's really close to being finished with it. So Yeah, I, I just don't have that kind of time. <laughs> I know, well, he said he took like two to three days off of work, I believe. Oh, I see, I see. <laughs> Which is awesome. So, <laughs> yeah, Arkham Knight, I think, is going to go down as... I mean, we'll wait to see when we finish it, but probably one of the better ones. For me right now, I think it's right under Arkham Asylum. Arkham Asylum probably is always going to be my favorite just because it's the first, and it was just so good and so unexpectedly good, I would think, too, because, you know, the Curse of Batman games before that one came out. So that one's always going to have a special place for me, but I don't know. We'll see how this one wraps up, but it's pretty high up there, at least right now it's number two. Yeah, definitely. And it's already critically acclaimed, so yeah. I mean, th- there's that. Yeah, so it's another winner already for Rocksteady, I think it's <laughs> safe to say. I'd- yeah, just like all of their other um, Arkham games. Mm-hmm. So, you know, got on a, high, on a high note, right? Yeah, it sounds like they did. But yep. we'll be the judge of that when we get to the last <laughs> portion of the game. <laughs> so you find out Arkham Knight is Lucius or something. And you're like, oh, what? <laughs> um, so, yeah, I guess that's our, uh, our special podcast for this, uh, for this week. Uh, and, of course, we'll have another podcast for you guys next week. So, Which hopefully we'll have the game beaten and we can yeah. tell you what we think. Yeah, well, I mean, it's the weekend, so I think I'm... Well, I'm going to try to beat it uh, this weekend. So Yeah, I probably won't. It'll probably be late next week for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, just go to thebatmanuniverse.net, uh, facebook.com slash thebatmanuniverse, or on Twitter and Twitter handles at batmanuniverse. Rate and review us on iTunes, and you can email us at uh, batfanswithoutpants at gmail.com. And you can follow us on Twitter, like uh, Mike. Mike does, uh, Marine Mark. 
uh, who else follows? Corvin Gordon. follows us. Um, Rob follows us. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, if you want to do that, our Twitter Twitter handle is at batfans27. And yeah, that's it, right? Yep, I think we got it covered. All right. So uh, with that, maybe. Like we said, the end of every podcast. I almost forgot what I was going to say there. <laughs> How could you forget your classic farewell line? <laughs> like we say at the end of every podcast, we love you. We love you. We love you. We love you. So with that, goodbye. We love you, but not as much as our Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>